visiting Grandma Lan in <laughs> the <laughs> bibliotheque. <laughs> oh, they're tipped in Grandma Lan. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma Lan <and> Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. It's Happy I'm, New Year. We have an energy. Right. Huh? It's what he deserves, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be brought down a peg. some begrudging point um claire just descends into a stupor when we're talking about going to the library (laughs) and is like if adalia has maybe i should ask claire should i ask graham if he's seen anything (laughs) (laughs) because of adalia and that whole of it you said there's like a universal spook factor to this place how universal is it as much as I don't want to rope him into this, you might be onto something here. Lenore, this is when you're supposed to tell me this is the worst idea I've ever had. <laughs> oh, I'm not telling you it's a good idea. It's just... <laughs> but it's a bad idea that's worth pursuing, isn't it? Probably a good way to put yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> well said. I'm known for my wit. <laughs> Indeed. Claire, make me a cool check average. I don't have any of that. Be cool, baby. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Well, that could have been worse. One success and okay. two threats. So <laughs> you're wary, but you go in feeling a little bit prepared. But you do still, with the one success and two threats, the idea of this is not super great. So you add one strain. Okay. Just the one, though. Would have been worse because the two two threats for would have been two, but there was a success. So you're like, I'm ready to go. I think you like prep what you might be wanting to say. So you can just be like, hi, insert question here. I don't really want to talk to you. Don't like you like have like a script or something. Right. Um, Number one on my line here says. Yeah. And then he takes a strain uh, for getting half of it when he walks inside. Right. <laughs> do you do like the Tuesday afternoon one or do you do like the Wednesday morning Eddie works Sundays, Mondays, and middle of the day Tuesday, so. Yeah. So I can do So probably Wednesday, Wednesday morning. If Lenore's free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should be during the morning time. Wednesday morning? Yeah. I mean, she's got class, but like, she'll be fine if she doesn't go for a day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> well, it's- I can't go out. <laughs> I'm sick. Is your class 8 to 11? <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> That's hysterical. I have her classes blocked off from like eight to noon. <laughs> <laughs> and then lab right afterwards. <laughs> it's all right here. I'm so glad you have like her full schedule. I'm like, I don't know. Oh my god, I know. I forgot Claire's too. 
I did it like weeks ago or like months ago, and I do not regret it because I'm sitting here going, when is she free? Oh, thank God, past me. I need to do that. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you just, you just won glory Thanks. for Held Home. So right. like, you can skip a class. Right. It's yeah. fine. You Sorry, I'm too exhausted from the match that I won. <laughs> Helped win. It's on <laughs> Friday, days ago. But it's Still fine. really sore. <laughs> yeah. That soreness, it lasts well into next week. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So, Wednesday morning, you roll up. <laughs> roll up to La Bibliotheque. <laughs> <laughs> so, Graham, I think, is behind, he's behind the counter. And since there's not a lot of people who have, like, come up to, like, the front checkout area, he's scribbling something in a notebook and he's got a couple of piles of books next to him and he's sitting behind the counter instead of standing he does not (laughs) sense your presence oh my god (laughs) idiot even better the failure and a threat he's working hard yeah he's he's working hard i guess he takes that librarian job pretty fucking seriously Have I returned Baudrillard yet? The last we heard of it, you were still finishing it because you were talking to Jules about the ephemera and he mentioned like, this is why I wanted you to finish blah, blah, blah first. And you were like, oh, I haven't quite finished it yet. So you can have finished it and okay. be ready to return it. But there wasn't a time when we <clears throat> said that you had been like, okay, here we go. Goodbye. <laughs> Baudrillard. Yeah. Is there like a return slot like next to the desk or... There's probably one outside of the library too, yeah. like two returns places, but there would be one next to the desk as well. Okay. <laughs> uh, with a lot more brio and uh, purpose than he feels, Claire approaches the front desk with Baudrillard in his hand and comes up to the desk like across from Graham and like slams the book down oh onto the desk like in front of him. <laughs> But keeps his, uh, like, Graham, hands on it. Graham jumps a little bit. Like, there's just, like, a jolt in his shoulders. And he looks up at you. You can absolutely tell that he's caught off guard. And when he sees that it's you, he takes one of the books that's next to him and slides it over what he was working on. And he goes, what are you doing here? Well, now I'm really curious. Um, <laughs> Claire, like, keeps his hands <clears throat> on the book. He's making a really whole effort to look Graham in the eye, despite the fact that he wants to do, like, anything but that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And he'll just keep his hands on the book. And he says, I'm returning this. But then instead of, like, pushing it towards Graham, he remembers that Graham had it, like, on his desk when they went upstairs to find it. And he, like, slips it sideways and purposely, like, pushes it into the book slot so that Graham can't just take it from him. Oh, my God. Uh, I think you get a single, one of his single elegant eyebrow raises with the silent, really, <laughs> suggestion <laughs> to it. Did you, so you, you had to announce, you had to announce that you're returning it. Is that it? Thud. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just, <laughs> just like bangs through like the shoot. <laughs> Claire like puts their hands like right back in front of them on the desk <laughs> and says, Actually, I came here with a question. Interesting. For me? Yes, for you. Who else is around? Do you think I came here on purpose without, like, feeling like I really had to? As, like, you're saying that, Graham is just, like, slowly grinning because, like, without fail, Mm -hmm. he got a rise out of you with just, like, two words. (laughs) 
Um, and he found that quite amusing. Also, where are Eddie and Lenore standing? Are they away and like hiding behind books or something? Or like, what, are they just staring? Like, I think Eddie came doing? up and he's like leaning against the counter. <laughs> just like elbow. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Because this is like right towards the front, yeah. Yeah, so it's like okay. it, it's like you go in, and then there's the main staircase, and then to the left, there's like the whole like library return, mm-hmm. blah blah yeah. blah center, and then the f- computers and kiosks and stuff are next to that. I think Lenore's hanging close enough where like he would know that she's there, <laughs> and she's like, "No, you know that I like we're here," <laughs> yeah. but I think she's just like slowly like thumbing at books and like pushing keys on the. <laughs> computers and just kind of walking like she won't stand still <laughs> but just like playing with a few of the books and then looking back over and playing with the books clearly here just... for claire lenore's cutting yeah, in the background right <laughs> yeah i also love the idea she walks like behind claire and like looks at graham and then like pulls a book out of a stack <laughs> and just, like walks back over i'm like okay i'm under surveillance i'm okay we're here yep great. absolutely and so then after graham gives you the shitty grin he would then look over at Eddie and kind of give like a nod and be like, hey. Hey. <laughs> like, and then wave. back to Claire. Yeah, like, all right, um, I'll be polite enough. <laughs> so. Is there anyone else around? This is, sorry, Riley asking. Uh, good question. Let's roll for it. What will we roll for this? I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I don't know, but it was a bop. <laughs> Yeah, as the questions happen, Lenore does scoot closer to actually, like, hear. (laughs) We're all in on this. (laughs) Right. Okay, so what we want is less people. So there's there's not a lot. There's, like, a couple of people that are still kind of walking behind you, but most of them are going up to other, to, like, subsequent floors. Mm -hmm. So you do run the risk of people wandering in, but most of, there's not, like, a ton of people on the ground floor surrounding you. They're mostly up on the, like, they're going upstairs. Okay. Claire, I think, with the zero cool factor, um, is incredibly peevish at the the grin that they find. And then increasingly peevish when people continue to kind of like walk past them. And then they look down pointedly at where Grim had been scribbling on a piece of paper and says, can I borrow a piece of paper? You get a suspicious look, but then he says, sure. And he like rolls his chair back, all cool, and like grabs one from the printer and then rolls his chair back again and then just slides it to you. Do you need a pen too? Yes, I do need a pen. Okay, great. (laughs) I mean, usually you carry one on you, so I just wanted to make sure. I didn't want to insult your preparedness. And then he grabs a pen and hands it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Claire like snatches the pen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, it's funny. Which I think Graham is right, but I'm going to also say that because he knew he was going to see Graham, he is, like, way less prepared than any other time in his life. He snatches the pen, will glance sideways at Eddie, and then scribbles on the paper. Have you ever encountered something strange at this school? And I think he's writing kind of slowly, and he angles the paper towards Eddie so Eddie can read what he's writing. Mm Mm-hmm. And then when he's done, he looks up again at Eddie with a raised eyebrow. Give him a little nod. Then he closes the pen and then, like, flips the paper on the counter and pushes it towards Graham. Can you make me a coercion check against three purple? Ooh. 
I got everybody's stats up here. I'm so organized today. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Love the top of my sheet fell on the floor. <laughs> yeah. On the other side of the table where my cat can't. <laughs> I so fortunate, I mean, fortunately, all Lenore's doing right now is just threateningly walking by and glancing right. at Graham, Typing so. computer keys. <laughs> Listening. Waking up all the computers. Yeah. Claire, Claire turns the sheet around and then you just hear like, click, click, click in the silence. She'd behave herself now. <laughs> okay. Eddie would, Eddie would um, text Lenore what Claire was asking. Nice. Since okay. If they're not close enough to read it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I use a talent? Sure. Can I use intimidating? Which one is that? Uh, suffer strain to decrease or increase difficulty of coercion check. Um, strain yeah. taken equals um, difficulty decreased or increased. So I'll decrease it by one and take one strain. Sweet. Absolutely. Okay. Talents. Talents. Talents are fun. Playing the game. Playing a game. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's like, I think I have you something defeat. for this. <laughs> hey. Okay, so two purple then? Yes. Okay. One success. Nice. Okay, hey. cool. As you like turn the page towards Graham, understands and makes the connection that this is something that you're serious about mm-hmm. rather than, because I mean, obviously yeah. you wouldn't be coming to him if you didn't feel like you had to anyway, but I think he kind of like is able to read the room, I guess, rather than just be like, I can continue to be shitty. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> That's nice of him. And he looks at the page and he looks up at you and then he looks at Eddie because he saw like the two of you share the (laughs) telepathic conversation Mm -hmm. and he squints his eyes and just says quietly, what do you mean? Does he sound legitimately confused or does he sound, he sounds legitimately confused. Yeah. Claire will share a look with Eddie again, Mm -hmm. I think. Before he looks at Graham and looks a little bit exasperated, and I think a little bit trying to figure out the level of his confusion, mm-hmm. we'll give like a little sigh after a moment and lean a bit closer on the counter to avoid people coming through behind him. I don't know anything, anything that you wouldn't expect to see at school, a school, any school, or anything that changes. At changes, he looks extremely confused Hmm. um and he shakes his head and not to be a dick but just as sort of legitimate concern like you haven't you didn't take any kush from hannah have you oh my god it seems like she's no i i I was just i was serious because i know that she's been wigging out a little bit and you think she's only wigging out because she's taking kush I don't know much else about her. You just, if you don't know much about her, you just automatically jump to the conclusion that she's just high about something and there's no truth behind what she's actually saying. Well, I mean, not really. Kind of just sounds like rambling to me. Claire will like straighten up a little bit more and like look down at his hands on the counter and say, nope, haven't been taking any kush from Hannah. Just curious. Are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Keats' his face, <laughs> the wide eyes, the concern. Ah, <laughs> uh, just the, are you okay? I'm surprised you yeah, asked. I, by the way, it just seems kind of. I mean, I know you're privy to that kind of thing on occasion, but it just seems weird that now you would be asking me about it, especially since you've been peculiarly absent 
in the library lately. <laughs> I've been busy with Baudrillard. Was he helpful to you? He's horrible, to be honest. <laughs> Full of nonsense. Full of things that I'm privy to, I suppose. I feel like Eddie and Lenore <laughs> just like keep like making eye contact around this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I didn't say it was nonsense. But you still don't believe it. Uh, make another coercion check. Okay. I was going to say, can Eddie also interject? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think he would just say, so you're sure you haven't seen anything that feels unreal? Ooh, that's kind of, that's a cool word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Graham gets thoughtful for a second. And then when Eddie asks if, if he's ever seen anything that feels unreal, mm-hmm. he'd like sit back in his chair and also kind of like give Eddie a look. Because also back when mm-hmm. he was dating... Claire and was around you guys a lot like you were kind like you were the most fun loving but you also sort of like had sensibilities Mm -hmm. so it's not like you would be just bullshitting him for no reason unless you were already doing like a (laughs) shitty grin so it's like oh I'm reading Eddie very seriously here so yeah he's serious when the time calls for it you're right it's like when he's being a little shit it's like a performative like evidentiary based thing so it's like oh you're not fucking kidding okay you're not kidding either okay great this is weird Um, (laughs) yeah like oh you you mean business Yes, yeah. actually. Mm-hmm. Right. Did you still want me to make a coercion check? I think that we'll hold off on that okay. if you still need to ask the question again um, cool. because of Eddie's interjection. Cool. And he like sits back in his chair and he crosses his arms and you can tell that he's really thinking for quite a while. And he says, there was one time, but I don't know, it was, I was in the humanities building late and I just thought I saw Professor uh, Rigerson. I don't know how to explain it. Just sort of twitch it was an obvious twitch you know it looks kind of like a video game character whose rigging had failed for a second but then he just walked away and he was fine do we know who that is professor rigerson is a philosophy professor okay (laughs) (laughs) so i assume i haven't interacted with him very much no no (laughs) when was this uh two years ago probably what time what do you mean? Just when? You said late. Like two noon or midnight noon. Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Not late, late, but definitely dark. Eight or nine o'clock. But there weren't a lot of people left in the building. It was a Friday. Hmm. Was he the only other one in the room? Well, I mean, I also wasn't close to him. So it could have just been me. I was on the bottom level and he was walking, you know, on one of the railings, I think, oh, towards his office. Sure. Did you see him after that? Like... You've obviously, I mean, yeah, I've had yeah. a bunch of classes with him since. Sure. Uh, has he ever seemed different or strange or sick? Has he ever seemed sick? Well, yeah, but he's like in his late 60s. Okay, but when was he sick and how sick did he seem? I, d- I don't know. Off and on, occasionally. What are the symptoms? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm like, I hate Claire. this kid. <laughs> Why? Why does it matter? You don't, is there something, are you, like, is someone else sick? No, I'm just trying to get a full I mean, picture. I think Eddie does that, like, side to side yeah. head motion. And Gra- Elbows. And Gra- yeah. like, Lenore kind of I mean, gives him a look, like, okay. Yes, Eddie? Claire, you're being a little, you're being combative. I'm not being combative. I want to know. <laughs> Contrary a little bit, or obstinate, maybe? How am I being? turns like to eddie so he's like mirroring eddie's <laughs> posture and leaning like with one arm on the counter like away from graham now how am i being contrary 
I'm trying to figure out what's going on. Obstinate, maybe. It might be more helpful if Graham has a bigger picture of what's going on. Flat line face at Eddie. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Give him a little smile and a pat on the shoulder. Claire turns slowly and reluctantly back forward <laughs> towards Graham. Graham was like definitely watching this, but he was also like scanning his memories a little bit because he's like, I don't mm-hmm. fucking know. Like, yeah, sometimes my professor gets sick, but it's not right. like we're like friends. Right. I just take his classes. <laughs> Why would I remember yeah, that? I don't know blood pressure. <laughs> right, yeah. We're not all Claire and Jules. <laughs> right. Exactly. What do you mean? <laughs> Claire turns slowly back towards Graham and looks at him again and says, Julian has been prone to allergies this year. Real allergies? Just like quotes. <laughs> okay, got it. We're here. I've, mm-hmm. I'm following now. So what, you think there's something wrong with the professors here? Is that what I'm hearing? No. I mean, maybe if Ferguson has something going on. I mean, maybe. <laughs> the professors might be part of it. <laughs> I don't really pay attention to him too much, other than he's a great teacher, but all of my teachers are. So sure. I don't see any pattern that I can think of or remember. I mean, sometimes he gets lethargic. He's getting older. He's had to cut, cancel classes a couple times last semester, but that happens. Hmm. And that's the only thing that you can remember that feels unreal. Yes. Is he lying? Make a perception check against one red and two purple. Oh. Uh, Lenore, are you next uh, to me? Do I get something for you? Oh, <laughs> was You're it within thirty which, feet? Yeah, I mean, she's yeah. like two two feet away at this point. <laughs> it's two. It's two blue die, right? It's just one blue one die, blue I believe. Oh, it's just one. Okay. Wait, unless you're engaged. This sheet hasn't fallen on the floor. That's it's right. two Engage, blue die. Engaged is two. <laughs> and Claire will not get that close to her. No. <laughs> Leaps over the Buddy, counter. Need me. Okay, <laughs> Uh, okay, so perception against uh, one red, two purple. Yep. What's the red mean? I'm just curious. It's like our yellow die, I assume. Yeah, so red Yeah. yeah red is like an upgraded purple. purple. That's what you're telling me is this guy's a liar. <laughs> no, n- no, what I'm saying is he's not a truther. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He has some cunning. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, I thought he had some deception. Okay. I mean, that well, too. Well, I mean, there is, an- there is another social check involved, but it doesn't necessarily... I it guess. It could also be deception. You don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I get a blue from Lenore? Yes. Mm-hmm. Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, uh, four successes and three threats. <laughs> Call it a mixed bag. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> what do we do with that? Claire says, I am perceiving. I'm staring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is the only way that it could shake out. So he's sort of not telling the truth. You can tell when he's like, yes, he kind of gives you a look. And so you get the sense that he's kind of missing the supernatural element. But his definition of unreal is wildly pretentious in so many things because he's a philosophy student. Um, And so you get the sense that when he looks at when he says, yes, that's the only thing that I've 
encountered that's unreal. He's telling the truth about it being like that weird glitchy in that vein, but there's something about you that affects him. And so if you were telling the truth, he would have mentioned something, I think, about you, or he's looking at you very intently. So there's something in you that he would define as unreal, but it's not anything like what he saw in the professor. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Claire's face journey like starts off like intent staring at like if you're hiding anything I'm gonna find out right now Mm -hmm. and then turns into a sort of curious almost. Also with four successes and three threats the longer that you stare at him the more you can kind of see just like a hint of I think yearning behind his eyes. Bastard. (laughs) Oh boy. Oh boy. Ooh, that's disarming, I think. Um, And Claire holds his gaze, I think, for a moment more and just says under his breath, there are moments when, whatever be the attitude of the body, the soul is on its knees. And then he, like, looks down at his hands and says, I know that what you study has an entirely different meaning of the term unreal. I mean, I just read a whole fucking... You don't have to sound too disgusted by it. Oh, did I not sound... He stops himself and is like... Aww. (laughs) I mean, I just read a whole book that's basically like nothing's real. I don't know how you deal with this, to be honest. I don't know how you can live your life feeling that something, the entire things you perceive around you are not real. I don't understand how you are not entirely depressed all the time. Anyway. Um, Raise that brows from the other three people. I mean, I think a lot of a lot of <laughs> philosophers, I think, are, but that's- we've constructed our own world in so many different ways that finding ways to deconstruct that and understand what it is that we do and do not have control over theorizing about all of those things i think is pretty fascinating it's pretty fascinating but is it any way to live i'd be thinking about it anyway uh you kind of know what that's like don't you yes and i will respect that i mean that was kind of the problem wasn't it let's <laughs> just roll their eyes <laughs> Oh my gosh, the only time, like, sometimes I'm just so mad that we can't translate the face (laughs) reactions that are happening. I know. It's just Lenore, Lenore just, like, this whole time, (laughs) continuing to go through these, like, face journey. That's why I had to say it, it made me laugh. If there is a small chance, Lenore might probably, like, mutter to as much only themselves as possible to be like, "Mm, back to the point. (laughs) But like, I don't think Lenora has the heart or like guts to do it while they're still having their argument. (laughs) Eddie sneezes. (laughs) Lenora probably texts Eddie like, man. God damn it. I did not miss this. Claire to do jobs. And I was like, we should have had a plan B for when they got to this stage. This is inevitable. I love the idea they're like exchange at some point where it's like a thumbs up and it says Jules and Claire, bearable. Graham and Claire, terrible. Unbearable. <laughs> Absolutely awful. I also like the idea that Lenore and Eddie both have their phones out at the same time right oh now. Oh my god, same. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> just like, and Claire and Graham do not notice it because they're just fucking no. arguing with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail with my eye rolling. It It was so funny. Sometimes Lenore inhabits and just (laughs) takes over. Definitely. I didn't miss this. Right. (laughs) And just them shit texting is just (laughs) so good. (laughs) As they should is what they deserve, to be honest. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Claire gives a little scoff. And it's like, oh, I think that was only one of the problems. The other problem is the fact that I, too, am just thinking constantly about this bullshit. 
witch bullshit. The unreal bullshit. Yeah. I was about to agree with you. I was about to say, yeah, what do you think I spend my nights doing? And reluctantly admit again that word stops there and like looks away and is just like shakes head. Yeah. And he says that in a way that's like, I know what you were about to say. Because it's, I think, something that they came to at the head of a big argument and they just don't want to have to address that anymore. Mm -hmm. But they know that it's like the same things that brought them together and are similar about them are the exact same things that ended up driving them apart. Totally. Which is also why Claire stopped it. It's just like, I don't want to say it. (laughs) Yeah. It's just like, I Mm -hmm. heard you and I understood you and we don't have to talk about it because I don't want to talk about that either. Mm -hmm. At my job. Right. Publicly. (laughs) I know. I think also, unfortunately, Claire has grown less noticing of the people that are passing them. So then they just also say out loud, if you ever encounter a ghost or something in the corner of your apartment and you want to tell me, feel free to, I guess. Or like a door that's not there. Or a door that's not there. Or a hallway. Or a hallway that just appears where you don't expect one. Feel free to let me know. Uh... And uh, I'll take a vigilance check from Lenore since she's like the closest to where people would be passing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And it'll be average. <laughs> Let me grab my sheet from the other side of the table then. <laughs> oh shit, that's right. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. The cat got up. So <laughs> I said you wouldn't have to do anything. <laughs> Thanks for picking up my slack, Lenore. Buddy, you're rocking it all the way over here. Hilarious. Roll dice. Uh, that is two successes and one threat. Oh. The threat is probably someone hearing us. <laughs> Sorry. You never know. To be fair, it is Claire. Yeah. So like... <laughs> unreliable. Yeah. <laughs> unreliable narrator. <laughs> yeah. With two successes, like not a bunch of people walk by. I think it's just one person and all they hear is the word ghost. And then they like look up and it's like three people talking anyway. And so they could just be talking about ghosts yeah we're watching ghost um, adventures right. later mm-hmm. yeah but then i think that as they walk away they also hear or a hallway mm-hmm. and then they like turn around and look at you and then they just keep going mind your business <laughs> i think lenore just kind of looks at them and just like quirks an eyebrow like you listening <laughs> into conversations like hold up their hands and then just go up the stairs <laughs> this is a shakedown please move along <laughs> We are mugging this man, but for information. (laughs) I love Lenore doing crowd control. This is hilarious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Didn't even have to talk about this before. It's wonderful. Yeah. So anyway, Graham says, uh. (laughs) Shrug. Did I stutter? Uh, no. Which is almost more concerning. Not to interject, but you mentioned Hannah going on ravings and things like that. Well, not ravings, but... You know what I mean. Does she mention stuff like this? Mostly I just hear about the face thing. Unless she hasn't told you about that, in which case I've heard nothing. (laughs) We know about the face thing. She's right, also. Okay. None of that rings a bell, now that I've given you a different definition of unreal. No, just the Gregerson thing. He looked like he was rigged. (laughs) He sure (laughs) did. (laughs) <laughs> Graham closes his eyes and wishes he were anywhere else. <laughs> oh my god. Um, he missed And then when he opens his eyes again, he does say, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, any place on the East Coast was supremely haunted, but I've never seen anything weird other than that. And even then, from what people who are into occult things tell me, it's not always consistent, right? The evidence points to that. <laughs> 
Eddie. <laughs> the face journeys. <laughs> Seems like just when you expect it to be consistent is when it becomes inconsistent. Well, snack desk. <laughs> I mean, if you ever want to talk about this from a philosophical perspective, I could always send you some stuff on bleeding realities. There's not a lot of actual science behind it, but it might be interesting. I feel like Claire was in like the middle of an eye roll and then Grant says like bleeding realities, which sounds incredibly poetic and interesting. And then he's like, what are those? Oh my God. I mean, it's just theories, but. Things I'm privy to. Yes. I'll look into them myself. Thank you. Suit yourself. Also, I know how hard you work to get this job. Uh, so, and then he points to the book that's hiding the thing that Graham was scribbling. So, so you might want to take it seriously. Most of the reason why people work here is so that we have some time to work on our theses. <sighs> so insulting. Do you see anybody else here besides you right now? Yes. Looks at Eddie. Looks at Lenore. <laughs> I meant the plural you. <laughs> Voo, if you may. <laughs> Claire, like, puts up his hands and is just like, I don't want to hear anymore about how I lost this job to you when you don't even care about it, so. You didn't lose the, j- okay, fine. I mean, you can't tell me that you wouldn't be doing any of your own research while on the clock. Nice to talk to you, Graham. <laughs> oh, always, a- always a pleasure. Oh, I'm so curious what's on that fucking paper. What is he working on? Why won't I ask? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Claire's too petty. I know, yes. Yeah. <laughs> He'll turn start to lead. Yeah. <laughs> Take care, Graham. Knock the desk. You too. And then he like unlocks a little like return thing. Just scanning it back into the system. <laughs> and he just cleaned it up. You know what I mean? Like he's like, okay, these are the ones from last night yeah. and those were the stacks next to him. And then Claire was like, Wagong! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll go, I guess. <laughs> so curious. I'm so mad about I it. I mean, you can absolutely lament to your friends about yeah. that. <laughs> he was writing something. What do you think he's working on? What do you think is on that paper? I don't know. I didn't get a chance to look. Yeah, it was working, right? He's hiding something. <laughs> I mean, he hid it. Aren't we all? I don't know. I spilled quite a bit there. Way more than I wanted to. The least Good he could have done was show me that paper. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> The least you could have done was ask about the paper. I already you can go back and ask right now. You can. I said you can. The last time I saw him, I told him to make sure to get some sleep. And I thought it was the greatest insult ever. I am not in any position to walk back in there and ask him what is on that paper. Yeah. <laughs> I could text him about it if you wanted. Did I know you had his number? You have his number. Oh, you want me to give it to you or do you want to text from my phone? I could do either if you want me to do that. You're care. not doing the second thing for sure. <laughs> I could say it was me. Do you want me to just turn around and ask about the paper? Yes. <laughs> as long as Lenore, look at me, Lenore, you mm-hmm. were there the last time we interacted with him. You cannot tell mm-hmm. him that I want to know what's on this paper. Claire, I hate to break it to you, but I think he's going to know. <laughs> Nothing I do other than not asking him will change that. Okay, I have a better plan. Okay, what if one of us goes in there and lures him away from the desk? Okay. (laughs) Another person snatches the paper. I don't think that's going to work, Claire. You want to heist what is probably a thesis paper? 
I don't even. We could ask Hannah if she's seen anything he's been working on. But other than that. He said they don't talk very much, though, or interact very much. Well, Claire, give me your phone. No, no. That's even worse than me just going back in there. I wasn't going to do that. What were you going to do? I don't know. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Too brute. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know what? Each of us has heaven and hell in him and he like walks right back into that fucking library. <laughs> oh my god. He comes up to the desk. Oh, did you forget something? Yeah, what are you working on? My thesis. Can I see it? No. Why not? Because it's none of your I'll business. I'll tell you what I'm working on. You kind of did a little bit. I'll tell you more. I don't care. Why is it so secret? Aren't you gonna like have the at the end of the semester? Symposium? Yes. Aren't you gonna present yes. there anyway? I mean, you're not gonna go. No, I'm not. So this is your only time to brag about what the hell you're working on. You really want to know, don't you? You have never passed up the opportunity to talk about yourself, so I'm just giving you that chance right now. I just imagine Eddie and Lenore outside, just like right. We're just like kick it back <laughs> on one of the benches. I think this is gonna be yeah. this is gonna be a coercion check. But Graham is going to use, listen, I've read about this, to add two black dye. That's my talent! (laughs) You're in the same school! No! He doesn't get it! (laughs) How many purple? Two purple, two black. Can I use my touch of fate talent to add two boost dye? Yes. (laughs) Oh no, oh no. Yeah. Two successes. <laughs> nice. Ah! He says, I don't feel the need to impress you anymore. But he looks away when he says that. And you get the sense that he does not want to show you this because there's something about you in it. As he's looking at you, he glances away and back down at the book that's covering the paper. Mm-hmm. And so it's pretty obvious that he was trying to do a cool retort, but it was an obvious lie. And there would be, <laughs> if he would really have taken any other chance to brag about himself, because he would mm-hmm. there must be something personal in there that he doesn't want you to see specifically. Ew. <laughs> One of us should have asked, but we were cowards. <laughs> well, who says he'd tell us anyway? We're close right. friends. Yeah, he would I feel like you guys aren't cowards as much as Claire was like, I would rather die than have you guys go ask <laughs> <laughs> This is something I must do. Oh, man. As with the yearning, I feel like this is just something he was not prepared for whatsoever. Not even a little bit. While thoughts are happening, I would just like it to be clear that this doesn't mean that I'm gunning for them to get back <laughs> together because that would be a bad idea. DM commentary over. Okay. But... They're horrible together. It would be kind of cool. They're yeah. horrible together. It's Awful. a bad idea. Absolutely. can still have feelings. Right. Exactly. It it's be... complicated. <laughs> it can bad. leave a mark. There is definitely also a long pause on Claire's end as he's reading this and reeling through it. I think it takes a couple of seconds where it's like, I don't feel the need to impress you anymore. I'm annoyed. Yeah, oh, that's oh no. <laughs> oh, no. It's like, well, of course you don't. You fucking... Oh. <laughs> oh no i'm being a jerk oh no i'm the jerk i'm the asshole <laughs> am i the drama <laughs> yes clarence monroe famous for drama am i the drama <laughs> <laughs> me <laughs> oh my god after a moment he says i think in as neutral of a voice as he can manage if Make sure you get some sleep appears in there whatsoever. I demand royalties. It doesn't. 
he's a little bit disarmed because he can kind of tell that you're mentioning yourself and he's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he just says, it doesn't. Good, because that's mine. And then he'll, I think, just turn to leave. Graham just lets you, but he like sits back in his chair and sighs. And like, as you're leaving, he shoves the book away and he takes the whole like thesis and just turns it upside down and pushes it somewhere else. Well, y'all, Graham is human after all. I guess not a devil. Um. <laughs> does, does Claire say this to us as he walks out? Yeah. <laughs> There's some capability so, of emotion in there, apparently. So what was he working on? He wouldn't That gave me. you such a deep glint. Oh. What? what? <laughs> How do you know? <laughs> They're like, how does that prove he has emotions? It sounds like he's a dick. (laughs) Let's just say we're even now, um, and he will continue walking. When you say even, is this like the drunken mistake kind of even, or...? So I came to him with a drunken mistake, and he just made a sober mistake. Well, I guess that's... All right, I concede. (laughs) And Lenore, like, okay, I guess it was something personal? Yeah. (laughs) Claire is, like, honestly still processing it a little bit. And is still unsure of how to feel about it, which is why he's not coming out there and just being like, blowing up Graham's spot. Okay, so um, does anyone else want to look into this philosophy professor or am I just obsessive? I'll admit I'm curious. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to go into researching this, though. Maybe if one of you are friends with the professor. Yeah, I was literally just about to be like, oh, shit, Jules. (laughs) 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 You leaned in. (laughs) Well... Does anyone want to dive into some research on bleeding realities? I mean, I guess. Yeah, I know. Same. Yeah. Lenore's like, that sounds neat. <laughs> That's Lenore's test. <laughs> Lenore's like, I don't encounter this all the time. This is kind of neat. <laughs> yeah. I think Claire's one of the main things they have with philosophy is the fact that things sound like really cool, like really intriguing, like bleeding realities. And then they end up being just either incomprehensible or incredibly flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or both. Or both. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse than worse. flat and incomprehensible. Anything else in the library? Oh shit, weren't we like actually gonna look up shit in the library though? Oh shit, were we? We were gonna look up, Let me pull out my handy dandy notes. We were gonna look up the town in the second half of campus. God, do we have to walk through there a third time? <laughs> you can go back to the library a later again yeah. at a later date. yeah it could be like halloween and then we go yeah. back to the library because i feel yeah. like yeah. they get they probably get about like 50 to 100 feet outside the library <laughs> as they're talking and then they all three just kind of stop and they're like oh Fuck. oh we were we had another purpose there shit <laughs> Claire, you can't go back in there. I can't go back there. We can wait. It can wait. It's gonna wait. No, we ended on neutral None territory. Of us can handle I can't it. go back there. After Halloween. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's October 31st. <laughs> yes! 2019. Yes! Oh boy. <laughs> Most of the leaves have fallen from the trees and they're in that sweet spot where they kind of crunch underfoot. <sighs> um, so they're still littering the campus. There's some oranges, but it's mostly the, the dusty brown color as we lead into November, and you do all have your noble guesses costumes. Yeah. However, before we get to the three of you on Halloween, at about 2 p.m., there is a middle-aged man who arrives on the Heldholm campus. And who is he? Uh, Sarah, can you describe uh, his appearance and where he is going? Who is he? Perhaps. Reddish-brown hair flecked with gray. Hazel eyes, and he has some scruff. Um, and he's in his mid to late 40s. His name is Theodore. He goes by Theo. And he 
is heading towards wherever Jules' office is. Humanities. The Humanities building. Building. Yeah. What? Walking through. <laughs> what day of the year is? Or, oh my god. What day <clears> of the year? What day of the week is it? <laughs> It's, it's a Thursday. Yeah. About the time where you would be either studying or close to when you would visit Jules on Thursdays. Okay. But when Theo gets to the door, nobody is in the office other than, like, there's no other students mm-hmm. in the office. Um, his door is cracked a little bit. He stops and he looks at the door um, for a moment and probably assuming Jules' name is on the door, he'll, like, mm-hmm. take a minute and then he'll go up to it and he'll knock on the door frame and push the door open, but he won't say anything. So as you push the door open, you are met by quite the sight. Oh, good. Uh, uh, Jules's office is hella decorated for Halloween. Um, He's got so many cobwebs on the window behind him, just like wall to wall. There's like a little skeleton that has like half of a ghost sheet costume over it. So you can just see some of the like fake bones sticking out. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Um, there's leaves strewn over most of his bookcases, and he's got the pumpkin on his table that has like a headband with like these shitty beaded like devil horns. And Jules is, <laughs> uh, he's got his hair kind of like in a high bun. Mm-hmm. And he's got his glasses. He doesn't have a lot of makeup on, but he has a blazer on that looks like brick and column. And then underneath, there's a button up shirt that is completely uh, overdone in Art Deco style. And he's got a necklace around his neck that ends in a green bead hanging at his chest. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> I think it takes him like a second as he encounters all of this. <laughs> um, and then I think he says, still get into Halloween. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I think Jules kind of heard the door open a mm-hmm. little bit, but he was just finishing writing a sentence and he, you can see that he inhales as though to like say like, come in or like, mm-hmm. you're okay to come in and then freezes when he hears your voice mm-hmm. and looks up and like his face kind of pales and he stares at you for a long time, probably like a minute or two. Same. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just, yeah, and the, the whole, like, energy mm-hmm. changes. And I don't even think that he has it in him to, like, come up with a clever retort. He just cocks his head and he says, Theo? Thanks for listening to Gaze of the Round. Gaze of the Round Productions and this podcast are a subset of Lucian Brinkley Media Services, LLC. This season's setting is That Dark Academia, which was created using the core rules of the Genesis role-playing game system by Fantasy Flight Games and in accordance with the guidelines set by the Genesis Foundry for original content. It will be available online through the Genesis Foundry at the end of the season. This season features Sarah Kay, who also assists in EQing our episodes, as Eddie Everett, Keats as Eleanor Lane, and Riley Lynn, who also designed our graphics and branding, as Clarence Monroe. You can find Sarah on Twitter at a blinding idea, Keats on Twitter at klolsen32, that's O L S E N 32, and Riley on Twitter at the Riley Lynn. All three cast members are co-creators of the fictional school Heldholm University and the town of Heldholm. I'm Lucian, the GM for the season, as well as the creator of the setting That Dark Academia and the Gaze of the Round podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Cafe with Lucian. Aiden Chan sometimes known as Dungeon Maestro, is the composer and performer of the original music heard on That Dark Academia. 
You can find Aiden on Twitter at Aiden Chan. That's A-I-D-E-N-C-H-A-N. And also on YouTube and Spotify. Our official character art, as seen on our Twitter, was done by Tulone. You can find them on Twitter at T-U-L-O-M-N-E. For more updates on this show and planned future shows, follow us on Twitter. Yup, you guessed it, more Twitter, at GoTerProdPods. That's G-O-T-R-P-R-O-D-P-O-D-S. We've loved having you with us, and we'll see you in the next episode. Oh my god, I just- oh no. Well, that's sad. And I'll- we'll get back to it, but I just realized that we give the these kids poor children- The pandemic. Yeah, yeah, we give them the worst December of all time, <laughs> yeah. and then- Oh, buddy. Oh, okay, man. great. They were um, like, next like... year's gonna be my year. <laughs> and then it hits, no. and they're like, you know what? We've dealt with worse, probably. <laughs> I mean- <laughs> Little did they know. <laughs> yeah. Shall I? Do I even have to worry about this? I've got other shit in my brain. Um, anyway, I would like right. to personally pay for Eddie, Lenore, and Claire's therapy after all of this. Uh, <laughs> you made some pretty big bills. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>